We'd like to welcome you back to part six of our current event and weekly Bible study for August 12th, 2019. I think this should be the final part. I hope so. Um, <clears throat> got a ways to go, but I think we've only got one more small audio clip. The next report is from Dave Hodges. Multiple sources indicate a major bioterror attack is coming. Now, the reason I'm getting into this is because it could absolutely 100% be very related to everything that we just covered. Because like I said, expect over the next, really I'd say the next two months more than anything. Yes, you could have it the last month leading up to the, but they want to implement whatever they're trying to implement as quickly as possible. Because they're running out of time. And the, and the longer they wait, the less time they have to exert whatever influence they're trying to exert. So <clears throat> this is, uh, he starts off by saying, Paul Martin has a source that is the highest placed source that I have ever heard of in our business of independent media reporting beyond that i cannot say anything else because i fear compromising the identity i keep coded files on sources so i can track accuracy in the four years that i have had information passed on to me by this person through paul martin the source has never been wrong there is however one revelation that has been made over and over and has yet to happen to that level that paul's source is forecasting it is the same warning that i received six years ago and this uh six years ago this fall, from a close friend that at that time was employed by a counter-biological and chemical terrorism uh, unit for FEMA. In the 1990s, I volunteered to be a Maricopa County first responder in the event of a chemical or a biological attack. People asked me what motivated me to volunteer. Self-preservation motivated me to become a volunteer, as we were promised first, first access to antidotes of the substances being applied by by the would-be terrorists. Eventually, FEMA took over the program. In actuality, from my perspective, nothing really materialized except that I attended a few meetings and learned more about disaster planning. In the interim period of the takeover by FEMA, I became friends with a FEMA official, and that friendship continued for nearly 20 years. I knew the family, watched his kids grow up, and they hit me with a bombshell on October, in October of 2012 when I had just completed basketball practice at the college I was coaching at, and he and his wife were waiting for me outside my office door. We talked until 2 a.m. In effect, he told me his family was bugging out, and like all other like-minded FEMA uh, personnel as well as DH personnel were as well. Many of his Confederates took early retirement. For years, he and his allies prepared a completely standalone community that was capable of surviving anything outside of a direct nuclear strike. I was asked to hold off on printing this revelation until after the Christmas of 2012, which would have been after he and his family had bugged out. <clears throat> I do believe that God has over and over and over thwarted their plans and intervened and pushed the time, their timetable forward. Um, on Christmas Day of 2012, I published what I knew. Here are some selected excerpts from my several conversations between October and December of 2012. My friend had indicated that there were several enclaves of various agencies that were bugging out. He chose to go private with a selected few allies because he felt his colleagues would be targeted for what they knew and they would suffer the same fate as Hitler's brown shirts. That was execution. I have two sources on this information, which include a family member and a retired FEMA official who has chosen not to participate in this relocation. The non-participant ex-official from FEMA did not seek sanctuary with these groups because he feels that several of these enclaves will be targeted for destruction by the powers that be because of the knowledge contained by their inhabitants. In that case, um, dead men tell no tales. This makes sense because it would allow the elite, following the coming cataclysm, to rewrite history in their own version, which is what they're trying to do now, essentially. They're trying to set us up for that by removing all uh, alternative media. That was my comment. Um, and let's see here. Uh, to write history in their own version without any contradiction from knowledgeable individuals that know what's really going on. This insider knowledge is a threat which would serve as an obstacle to the new truth. Personally, I think this view has a great deal to merit. In December of 2012, I published two more articles detailing operational details of what was coming according to my source. Some unknown entity has entered my website and scrubbed the two articles that provided more operational details, which is actually more confirmation than it was true. If readers would go to the above link, they will note two separate parts of the story that could presumably be clicked on and taken to that story. They are now 404 dead links. They've been removed, in other words. In these deleted articles, I detail how my counter-bioterrorism expert from FEMA 
said that the ace up the sleeve for the globalists was a biological attack upon the people of the United States. I've heard that as well, and that's why I did the tour back in, you know, 2006 on the avian flu. I mean, it's it's very similar. Avian flu, biologicals, I mean, you're, you're dealing with something, some type of, you know, biological agent that can wipe out the planet. <clears throat> My source said that the rising tide of populism was to blame. This was their doomsday plan. This is why he and his family and colleagues had to go into hiding as they knew their lives would be in danger for what he knew. The spinoff events of Benghazi, Fast and Furious, and several other scandals were awakening the American people. The globalists, according to my friend, were having internal debates in front of him on how to deal with the rising tide of populism in the country that was waking people up. <clears throat> Keep in mind, these events were taking place well before anyone thought about Donald Trump running for president. <clears throat> That's, yeah. Now it's even way more so. I have had two communications with my ex-FEMA source since he bugged out. The last communication was in April. He told me that he thought the attacks would commence in three to four years after bugging out. We are approaching six years, and he was surprised it did not happen right after the election of 2016. He said, however, he did not think we'd see another year go by without a series of biological attacks. One more piece of information that I revealed, and someone thought it was important to censor this information, I was told that we have horrible biological weapons that the world knows nothing about and that the decision makers within the DHS and the FEMA, <clears throat> these are the same ones yoked up with the clergy response team, have strong ties to covert groups outside the government. This generated the fear that led to some FEMA officials, such as my friend, to bug out. <clears throat> it was not just federal officials that are frightened enough to bug out. In December 9, 2012, interview on the Common Sense Show, the late Jim Mars discussed how approximately four to 500 top-level bankers have left their positions and have gone into seclusion. Mars reminded my listening audience of how the elites have developed seed vaults, which they only have access to. Uh, Mars was clearly alluding to the fact that some of the very, very bad events are coming and the global elite are aware of it and are moving to meet the very threat. I firmly believe the only reason th that the biological attacks have not occurred was due to the fact that the globalists actually believe that Hillary would be elected president and this action would not be necessary. Okay, let's, let's not give God any credit at all. You know, excellent. Not giving God any credit at all, which is pretty typical of him. Coupled with warnings from Paul Martin now and now Pam Geller, I am highly concerned that the globalists feel much stronger action needs to be taken against the American people. One has to wonder why this action is necessary. The major reason is that the deep state cannot take over the government at this time. The Democratic Party is floundering. Their leadership has been exposed as extremist and anti-American. Trump's popularity is growing despite the MSM's efforts to destroy him. Trump has ordered sessions to shut down the Russian collusion delusion witch hunt, which he's not doing, but, and this will lead to more exposure of the deep state motives as sessions will refuse to follow orders. Black and Hispanic employment levels are at an all-time high. The country is showing signs of unifying despite the best efforts of George Soros. In places like Portland, Trump is fortifying the border with the U.S. military and covert ops designed to interdict terrorists entering into the country with weapons of mass destruction. The deep state has been checkmated at every turn. I wouldn't say every turn. Okay, let's not go that far, but I get what he's saying. Therefore, much stronger action is now needed. This is why... I included this report because you can see it's highly pertinent to what I've been talking about in the last five parts. Expect the unexpected, but again, pray accordingly because God can intervene and stop whatever wicked plans they've got. <clears throat> Going further, <clears throat> for the anti-American crowd, open borders has served a useful purpose. The delivery of agents of bioterrorism have arrived in the United States in great numbers. There is no shortage of fifth-column terrorists who are willing, ready, and waiting to release um, hell upon the people of the United States. And these would be primarily, I, I think, the ones, the, the suicide ones, would be the primary, the Muslims that want to kill as many infidels as possible because they're doing it because they love Allah so much and they'll get their, you know, was it, 72 virgins and white-skinned boys in paradise. They're going to have a real rude awakening on the other side, though. Anyway, if America is suffering through a great biological plague, resistance to the takeover of the country will be considerably lessened. Yes, that's, that's what I've said for years. You know, <clears throat> Recent terror warnings were printed on a pro-terror website. On July 20th, 2018, this was reprinted yesterday on Pamela Geller's website. She's, she exposes a lot with the Muslims, Pam Geller. And they've been trying to kill her for a long time, too. 
So this was what was posted on a pro-Muslim uh, terror site website. Okay, and Pam Geller re- re- like basically reposted this. And here's what it says. This was on the, the Muslim website. Narrator, <clears throat> while the world is watching silently, the European governments are developing satanic chemical attack systems to brutally be tested on cities and peoples which refused humiliation. When they say refused humiliation, they mean refusing um, which Muslims that refuse the humiliation of, I guess, the white infidel that's trying to impose his will on the Muslims, even though they've literally let them come in carte blanche, in mass, unchecked into Europe. I guess that's not good enough for them, though. No, they want more, evidently. Okay, so I'm going to stop, like, this is all propaganda they're putting out, and I'm going to stop and try to clarify some of this as we go. So, they've got chemical attack systems to be brutally tested on cities and peoples which refused humiliation. The, The poor Muslims is who they're in reference to. So, the Muslim countries in Africa and Khorasan. Now, Khorasan is a region of northeast, northeast of Iran, just so you know. They have turned into testing fields of phosphorus bombs and toxic gas. And that may very well be true. They, they may be doing all kind of wicked things to the Muslim populations there in order to further incite them and to enrage them even more so that they'll really, really want to wage war and collectively blame everything on the white mass infidels that basically, well, I mean, I, I know you could, you could have Oriental infidels. Anybody that's a non-believer in Islam, but in particular, and the Jews, though they really want to kill the Jews. But, you know, that's how they tend to view things. Um, Anyway, the Crusader Alliance continues bombing Mosul, Raqqa, Al-Anabar, and others with various types of chemical bombs and incendiary gases. And if they're doing that, and I'm not saying they're not, that is horrible. They should not be doing that to any population, Muslim or otherwise, okay? And similar to the enemies of God, meaning Allah, we invite you, O Muhawid, which means monotheist, because, see, everybody, we got to understand, guys, Christian religions, we're pagans because we have the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. See, they're real. They're, 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 they're the real true believers because they only worship the one fallen angel, devil, moon God, Allah. So they're monotheists because they only worship one devil, okay? That's how they view us. That's, that's their justification for annihilating Christians, essentially. And everyone else. So we invite you, oh, monotheist who lives between the idolaters, that you clean the dust of humiliation and to renew the fatal nightmare in the land of the devil worshippers with a silent... And you, you, these people are so stinking warped and demon possessed to the tone it's fine for them to go out and rape little boys and little girls and you know sexual mutilation that's all fine and raping of the infidel women and doing all the other wicked things that they do that's fine because they're so righteous and so true and so pure think pure if we had one word to describe islam it's pure you know um I'll just read that last line. The land of devil worshippers with a silent destructive weapon. It cannot be detected or tracked. It cannot be escaped or avoided with simple equipment. Extract the most harmful... Here's what they're telling their devil Muslim brethren to do. Extract the most harmful viruses and infection bacteria. Then release them safely by following these simple steps. Uh, try First try to find the most severe epidemics to treat. Okay, And then... On the screen, I guess this is their, this was a video, it says hantavirus derived from feces and the droppings of rats that carry the plague of the most serious plague at this moment, the cor, um, cor, Coriella virus, um, Chlorella virus is extracted from the patient's waste and the typhoid bacteria found in human and animal waste in general and frequent in frequent and dirty areas. So that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to go and find human and animal waste that have typhoid and chlorella, and um, you're supposed to go and in, 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 um, track down a whole bunch of rats that have feces and get their droppings. I mean, this is, you know, this is fun stuff here. And then the narrator says, second, spread the bacteria extracted by type as follows. 
And then on screen, they're showing sprinkle the liquid substances of the basic bacteria of these plagues with drinking water to take effect automatically. Sprinkle the crushed material on exposed fruit and public foods or scatter them in the air in crowded places with caution. This is what they're telling their maggot followers to do, to kill as many infidels as possible for no reason at all other than that they've suffered humiliation. Oh, the humanity. I can't imagine they haven't humiliated all the girls that they've brought into sex slavery and raped. No, that hasn't been any. All, all the little boys they've they've raped and mutilated and done all the, all the little girls they've sexually mutilated. Oh no, that's fine. That's all good, you know. But it's all about the Muslims and what their needs are and what they need and their sec getting their sick sexual gratification. That's what really matters on planet Earth, you know. They're, I mean, this is this is what they're telling their followers to do, okay? And they have got, they have had fifth column Islamic terror cells here since probably at least, probably the 70s at least. I reported on this way, way, way back in a church I was at, Baptist church I was at. And I mean, I was doing the study then. I mean, they, it, was, it was a big, serious threat then. And these are on all these Muslim terror cells that are embedded in this country, hidden away, our government's protecting them because they're going to be called and activated upon and, and the, the government wants to make sure that they can go and commit as much mass carnage as possible. I've reported on this over and over again. We're working in league with them and they're going to try to poison the, 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 um, the, all the public um, water system, the big lakes and stuff like that that feed the major cities and things like this, take down the power grid, poison the, poison the foods, put these toxins and poisons into there. Anything they can do to kill the infidel, that's what they're planning on doing. Okay, now could you imagine if this kicked off between now and the midterms, and then you know the mass media just takes over all the airways because of some kind of whatever, and they basically relegate Trump to some whatever. I don't know. Who knows what they're going to try to pull? And then he goes on to say, third, try to be safe and avoid any danger that may affect you during the preparation of the harmful substances for so you can kill as many infidels as possible, but make sure you're safe you know on screen it then shows work in a room with natural and industrial ventilation wear gloves blouses during the work put the goggles in and uh according according to the chemical process of the requirements do not touch or inhale the materials isolating the workplace from the rest of your house wash your hands with sterile soap and water after each test and then an off-screen voice says to our brothers in creed and there, there are all these Muslim words I'm going to say. To our brothers in creed, in imam, which means faith in Europe, in America, Russia, Australia, and elsewhere, your brothers in, in your lands have absolved themselves of blame. So leap onto their tracks and take an example from their actions. These are probably the, the Muslim maggot martyrs that kill themselves and try to kill as many innocent people as possible. Take an example from their actions and know that Jannah or paradise with your 72 virgins and white-skinned boys, because you got to all be pedophiles, you know, because you all are, uh, is beneath the shadows of the swords. Oh, I love, I love the recent report not too long ago where there was like, I don't know, like 15 guys that got syphilis from raping a donkey because he was so desirable and he was so, I guess it turned them on so much, this particular donkey, because he was so alluring. I'm not lying. This is their words. And they had 15 guys in there that got syphilis and they had to kill the donkey. And um, yeah, yeah, this is the kind of, of evil, maggot, inhuman garbage you're dealing with here. I mean, we're talking as evil as you can possibly comprehend. You know, they fit right in with these underground uh, snuff film bases. I'll tell you, they fit right in. And uh, I think that's why Satan's wanting to use them so mightily and why they're getting such favor because they are so close to Satan and they're so close to Satan's agenda that he's trying to make sure they have every single advantage in, in this world. Um, so they show then a picture of this, a, a screenshot of this, and it has a guy, and it's a Muslim, dressed all in black, and he's, he's in a big city in America, I don't know what city it is, and he's got like this looks like some kind of biological thing in his hand. It's like a flare. It's giving off this green gas. And it shows him. And it says, Biotare. 
and it says in Arabic, it says, we will make you fear the air you breathe. That's what they're saying. We will make you fear the air you breathe. So I have said in times past, if you don't have it in your prep kit, I would get some type of gas mask for you and your family. Hopefully one that's NBC, nuclear, biological, and chemical, because then you're going to cover your bases. Okay, I'm not. If God's not convicting you, I'm not telling you to do it. I'm just saying it. You know, from a practicality standpoint, you know, it could, you know, be a lifesaver. Um, <clears throat> conclusion: A terror attack of any significance would weaken the country against responding to deep state coup against Trump. It could also assist a red dawn invasion. By and this is this is where the rubber meets the road. This is how it all ties in. Okay, um, so again, let me just say this again. A, a deep state terror attack, one that's, you know, the Muslims perpetuated. Of course, it's probably going to be in collusion with our own government and possibly the Russians embedded here and the Chinese. Of any significance would weaken the country's um, resolve against responding to a deep state coup against Trump. Yes, that's why they would do it. It could also assist in a red dawn invasion by weakening the country, meaning literally foreign troops coming onto our soil because we're in a devastated um position in a, in a position of fear because we've just been hit with this unbelievably bad biological or some kind of pandemic okay it's the perfect time for them to come in unopposed um remember most biotechs will dissipate in 30 days the destruction would indeed weaken america for what the globalists have planned by the way the terrorist warning depicts san francisco as the site of the attacks oh he the city he's standing in front of is san francisco so that's what the screenshot is all right so we have that fun bit of news. Uh, again, a lot more to pray about. Then this is what Muslims would want to use to commit mass murder. This is the elephant in the room. John Tory's grand deflection. Uh, this stuff, well, let me just, here, let me just start here. This is out of Canada. I mean, this stuff is so unbelievable. Fahid Hussan, the Danforth killer's brother, whoever that is, has a long criminal history, both drugs and guns. By court order, he lived with his family friend, Masum Ansari, his bail surety. Fahad and Ansari had 42 kilograms of carfentanil. Carfentanil. That's what it's called. And 33 guns in the basement of Ansari's home. Carfentanil, uh, with, okay, here's about carfentanil, because you probably don't know what it is. With 1 billion micrograms per kilo, yes, billion, it translates into 50 million fatal doses per kilo. So one kilo of this translates into 50 million fatal doses per kilo. And they had 42 kilos in one Muslim safe house. 42 times 50 million. You do the math. Okay? Enough to wipe out pretty much North America. You know, probably a lot of other places. He had that in one house. Two devil Muslims had this. Despite media... Have you heard about this? Have you heard about this? No, because they're keeping it all suppressed. The equivalent of one grain of salt of carfentanil is enough to kill a human being. One grain of salt, that's all it takes. Despite media reports, these are not small-time drug dealers because that's how they're portraying Oh, these are just, you know, garden variety little, you know, punks that, you know, dealing a little bit of weed on the side. Yeah, they just got, you know, 42 kilograms of carfentanil and, you know, it's just enough to kill, you know, 50 million times 42. I mean, no big deal. You know, nothing, nothing to write home about. Indeed, Farid Hussan dealt drugs, but he and Asari seemingly had much bigger plans. Well, evidently, they, they did. They, it seems like they had much bigger plans to me. Yeah, like mass genocide. Plans the government doesn't want to talk about because the government's in collusion and in league with them. And we're probably very disappointed that these guys got caught. We're only safe... Okay, we're only safe. Again, let's let's not give God any credit whatsoever. Because I, I give God the total credit for this bust happening. And as a warning to everyone about this. 
We're only safe because Ansari's upstairs tenant called the fire department to complain about a carbon monoxide alarm. We're only safe because of that, y'all. That's it. God doesn't, he's not in the picture. He had nothing to do with it. When firefighters arrived, they discovered a huge cache of drugs and guns in the basement and called police. Carfentanil, before being discovered by drug dealers, was viewed and is used, was used as, as a chemical weapon. A dose of just 20 micrograms, smaller than a poppy seed, is fatal to humans. With 1 billion micrograms per kilo, yes, billion, is, it translates into 50 million fatal doses per kilo. What drug dealer can sell 2.1 billion doses of any drug, let alone one as lethal as carfentanil? Yeah, your average garden variety drug dealer, that's who. You know? They can move 2.1 billion doses of any drug easily. Come on. We all know that. Any drug dealer could do that. It's like child's play. What drug dealer ties up that kind of cash? Approximately $100 million was the evidently the street value. When they can order smaller amounts with far less financial risk. Ah, they wanted to stock up, you know? When to stock up, you know, they're erring on the side of safety. They're stocking up. You know, that's why. The odds that these two Muslims are run-of-the-mill drug dealers are non-existent. There's another story at play here, the elephant in the room, a story that the government doesn't want to talk about, a story with a nightmare ending where it, where, were it not for a drug overdose and a carbon monoxide alarm. Yeah, again, you know, they're giving God no credit. Hussein and Asari possessed enough poison to kill the entire greater Toronto area eight, 328 times over. Or enough to kill the entire population of Canada 58 times over. Hmm. Yeah. 58 times over. Nothing to see here. Just keep going. Just keep moving. No pedophiles over here. No pedophiles raping children. Doing all the pedophile treat, all the stuff. No, 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 no. Mainstream is just all suppress it all. All suppress it all. See, my job's gotten so incredibly easy now because this stuff wasn't so in your face and out in the open back when I really started this in 2006. It wasn't, it wasn't this brazen. It wasn't this in your face. Now it's gotten to the point of total psychopathic um, insanity that I don't even know what to cover anymore. I can't keep up with it. And the government doesn't want to talk about this terrorist plot either. No, of course not. Now, on a related note, and you've probably heard a lot about this this week, authorities, um, um, this is regarding the um, kids trained to commit school shootings at an extremist Muslim compound in New Mexico. Man arrested at New Mexico compound is the son of the imam with a link to the 1993 World Trade Center bombing. And they're all Muslims, of course. Here's a picture of this wonderful uh, human being this Friday. Um, August 3rd, 2018, photo released by Taos County Sheriff shows Siraji Wahaj. The man arrested at the squalid New Mexico compound is the son of the controversial Brooklyn imam who was on a list of people who was the co-conspirator to the 1993 World Trade Center bombing according to court documents released by prosecutors Wednesday. So he's got, his daddy was, was, was serving Satan too. He's in like father, like son. Siraj Wahaj, who shares a name with his son, who was arrested Saturday, testified as a character witness. Oh, you know, we need to have mass murdering Muslims testifying as character witnesses because that means so much to me. I don't know about you, but their, their words, you know, gold to me. I mean, obviously, it's who I would want to testify for me. He, ter he testified as a character witness for Sheikh Rahman, the notorious blind Sheikh who was convicted of the 1995 plotting terror attacks in the U.S. Because they're all lying devils and maggots that have been told that lie to the infidel, betray the infidel, do whatever you want to the infidel, as long as it advances the objective of Islam, which is worldwide domination and the worldwide Islamic caliphate. So they'll lie through their teeth. They don't care. Authorities also found 11 children and four adults living in filthy conditions at the compound Saturday at Amalia, New Mexico. I also heard that they were raping the children too, which, you know, if they're Islamic, of course, that's going to be a part of it because that's, they love raping little children. 
Prosecutors also alleged in court documents that Wahaj was teaching the children to commit school shootings. Well, at least he was teaching them something productive. So now we have, you know, 42 kilos, enough to kill, like, probably the whole planet, you know, or close to it, of carfentanil discovered in Canada by two wonderful Muslims with a cachet of guns. And now we have this where we have the World Trade Center bombings, co-conspirator, wonderful chip-off-the-old-block son that also is running a little compound there in the middle of the desert where he's teaching little children to commit school shootings because they don't have metal detectors and they could just go right in and, and have a little Uzi and they could, you know, pull it out of their little backpack and just start killing all their little classmates. That's exactly what they're teaching them to do. All for, for the glory of Allah. That's what they're planning you see how if any of this stuff went down between now and the midterms, how that would play come into play? And the, the media is totally downplaying and suppressing this story as well, you know. Um, prosecutors also allege court documents that Wahaj was teaching children to commit school shootings. The documents claim Wahaj was conducting weapons training with assault rifles at the compound with the children. Oh, this is so wicked. Tyos... County Sheriff Jerry Hagrifi previously said adults at the compound were considered extremists of the Muslim belief. Oh, really? You could have knocked me over the feather. I, I don't believe it for a second. How dare you? That's, that's hate speech. That's politically incorrect, and you need to be banned off every social media platform, Mr. Sheriff, for even saying such a thing. He did not elaborate saying it was part of the investigation. So I'm just going to play you this video here. little video here. It's not that long. And horrific living conditions in a remote part of Taos County. 11 children rescued from what the Taos County... They're showing, they're showing this pigsty of a compound that they had that, I mean, looks like something like homeless people would try to throw together in order to whatever i heard it's, it was on 10 acres of land that this couple owned and they were both military veterans and they had called the cops and called the cops and i'm thinking why would they have chose to build on that land with a couple with i mean why wouldn't they have chose to like you know go somewhere that where they weren't so stirring like or having any potential contact with people where they were potentially going to stir any kind of hornet's nest on I don't understand why they picked that 10 acres. That sounds really dumb to me. But I don't know. For some reason, that's where they picked it. Sheriff says was a heavily armed Muslim extremist compound. Now we're getting a first-hand look inside that compound. The developing investigation has raised many questions. We're pushing to get answered. Our Ryan Laughlin has been in northern New Mexico since last night. He spoke with the landowners who say this camp was illegally built on their property, and they're frustrated something wasn't done sooner. Watch your footing. There's a lot of holes and everything's covered. So they're taking them through this camp that was built on their land that they had complained about and nobody did anything. Can you imagine somebody shows up and they're building on your land and you can't get them off and because you're in fear of your life of even getting near them because they're very aggressive and they have guns and they're... In, I mean, could you imagine? This is how brazen the Muslims are getting in America. This is how they are. They're incredibly arrogant and an incredibly evil sect of people. I pray, again, if it be possible, their souls be saved. But I'm talking in the aggregate, in the main, you're dealing with very, very wicked, evil people here. It's just incomprehensible. And they're showing this couple going through this compound once it's been, once they had arrested everybody. And Well, they didn't arrest the kids, but, you know, the other, the other devils that were there controlling this. Jason Badger have been dealing with... This is their bathroom, I guess. This, since this winter. The Army veteran couple bought this 10-acre plot with the plan of building a getaway cottage. You've tuned in to Stranger Than Fiction News, broadcasting live from the dark side of the planet. Many people... Now, this guy, Stranger Than Fiction, he really will cover topics nobody else is covering. Um... 
He's on Facebook. I don't know how long he's going to last on Facebook, but he's got this YouTube channel. Just look up Stranger Than Fiction News. He does cuss, and he will definitely throw F-bombs and stuff like that. I don't think there's any cussing in this clip, though, and I wish he would stop that. But, you know, you know, it's just the way some people are. And I understand they're mad, they're frustrated, they're angry. And But, you know, he has, like, Christians on there and stuff and talking about this. And so... Um, anyway, I just want to give you a warning if you do go up to any of his videos. But he's got some of the best stuff I've seen. He's got he's one of the most aggressive people trying to go after the pedophiles, going after all of the toxic things they're doing in our country where they're spilling toxic waste. They're just doing all the stuff to try to literally kill and destroy people and letting this all happen on purpose by design. He's got some of the best videos I've ever seen. It's Stranger Than Fiction News. I saw this report yesterday of this uh, child rape camp out there in New Mexico. 11 naked children rescued, one child dead. The mainstream media is now trying to have it, trying to focus this story on the terror plot. You know, we brought this up. We thought it was really shady that the authorities were aware back in February that this uh, compound existed. Little children. Can you imagine if this was a patriot group that had 11 little children captive and they were training them to to go and shoot up schools? Can you imagine? the public outcry, that alone would be enough for them to ban all conservatives off every single alternative media platform because we're collectively to blame for what they're doing. And that's how they roll anyway. We're collectively to blame for anybody, any patriot, black, yellow, green, white, whatever. We're collectively to blame for all manner of wickedness that goes on the earth. And when in fact it's the actual, you know, pedophilic network that's really typically always behind this type of stuff. Running around... Even one child that was kidnapped, at least one child kidnapped uh, from across the nation, brought to this compound. That child is now dead. Uh, the authorities knew about this since February. They only raided it uh, this last weekend. Oh, they took their sweet time. They were hoping that maybe they could go in there. They tried to give them as much time as possible. Now, come on, we want you to go in there and fill your man fulfill your mandate for Allah go in there and send these little kids in and give them a, an uzi and they they can go in there and you know shoot up all their little classmates and kill the teachers and do as much damage as possible for maximum shock and awe value they were hoping that they could pull that off their their CIA handlers and stuff like this but uh, the heat got too much and they had to go in there and, and shut it down unfortunately for for the, the the most wicked factions of law enforcement that were trying to you know hopefully ho hope that there was something you know uh, satanic would come from this but thank god it didn't and you had the property owners who saw this compound you know come onto their property complain to the local authorities they brought them to court the courts uh threw out the eviction the cops didn't want to go there the fbi were surveilling they didn't want to move in they even tried to recruit the property owner to go in with like a hidden camera to get shot up by these <laughs> extremists how nice is them yeah you go in the property and i mean you go in with a hidden camera and and get us proof because we don't believe meanwhile the guy gets his head blown off you know trying to even get near the place but you know that's what they 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 wanted to do their job and 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 send him in in place of of the law enforcement isn't that benevolent uh you know lack of due diligence to say the least huh. uh they weren't doing their job a child is dead uh, and it looks like this, uh... These oh, no, 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 whoa, they were doing their job. They're absolutely 100% doing their job. Because who was ever on the take on this one, who was ever, you know, the reason that this didn't happen back in February, oh, well, you know, you just gotta stretch your legs a little bit, it's, Feb it's only, you know, August, you know, it was six months, what's the six months, you know, we could have shut this whole thing down back in February, nah, nah, we need a little time to think about it and stuff like that. Traders were involved with the FBI somehow to uh, orchestrate another school shooting, and it looks like they were trying to train little kids to go up and shoot the school, and this is probably how it happens more often than not uh, before we see it in the headlines, uh, you know, on NBC or CNN and the like. So this is a huge story. There's a lot of updates uh, coming our way, but before we get there, we really want to talk about uh, an issue that came across our news desk yesterday, last night, as we were rerunning the broadcast on uh, the Omaha uh, sex trafficking network out there. And it seems like the truck stops are being used to pimp out little children. Yep. This was reported by the local news. We wanted to raise awareness on that issue mm -hmm. again. 
This is the exact same broadcast that we played just a couple of days before. You can find that in our archives. And uh, somewhere through the broadcast, it was interrupted by Facebook. It was taken down. Uh, they said that it violated their community standards. So we're not sure exactly <laughs> what community standards they're talking about. But they... Uh, well, they anybody that's going to go after pedophiles or wicked Muslims or... You know, training little children to obviously shoot up schools. That's obvious. You can't say anything against that. That's that's protected free speech. That's that's First Amendment all the way. I mean that's that's psychosanct. I mean that's you, you can't do anything against that. It's wicked, it's evil, so it's protected. And so how dare you? How dare you utter anything against these wonderful, wonderful Muslims doing this? Actually sent us a notification that says that your page has been unpublished. Now, somehow the page got republished. We're not sure exactly what happened. Yeah, it's a literal miracle they're even up on Facebook. Uh, but we were getting reports that the page was gone. And this is the notification that we received from uh, Facebook. Now, I just want to remind everybody that basically, you know, our goal here at STFN is basically focusing on environmental issues, uh, the ch welfare of children, and the epic struggle of good versus evil. So for, uh, you know, for, a for a social media platform to target our, uh, our page, it's, it seems like, you know, what are these people representing? And, Evil. It, you know, I think it's quite clear, you know, they're all based in, in, in Sodom and Gomorrah, San Francisco. Mm -hmm. They represent the dark side. They've become a monopoly uh, that is basically holding information uh, for ransom. And they don't want it to go out there. They don't want people to be aware of what's going on. They don't want independent media uh, broadcasting. Everybody saw what happened to uh, Infowars just a couple days ago, and they were pulled. They're showing a they're showing a cartoon on the screen. I'm just going to describe it to you. You can watch it, but it has the social media freeway, and it has YouTube, Google, and they're all on like different trucks and stuff. Manure hauling. Um, Limousine liberals, George Soros, internet providers, moveon.org, Obama, all these Yahoo, all these ones. They're on the main highway, and then it says right lane must exit. In the right lane, you have alternative media, the new right, and Trump supporters. Literally, and that's the conservative voices um, um, lane, and they're literally um, being like, they go off into... Uh, Literally, they're, they're free-falling off the side of this conservative... The, the road just ends, and, and it looks like it's dumping into a river, okay? And that's how they're... That's exactly what they're doing, okay? And that's, again, this all ties into what we're talking about in this study. Even though the, the subjects seem varied that we talked about today, it's all tied together. It's all interrelated. Uh, from every social media platform except Twitter. And they were just pulled, yanked, uh, censored. This is happening in America. This is a slippery slope. This is a very dangerous situation. Now, there were hearings in Congress uh, just a few weeks ago about the censorship. It didn't go anywhere. It didn't get any attention. And that basically you know, gave these socialist media platforms a green light to go ahead and start you know, shutting down free speech in America. And perhaps, you know, they're, they're, they're picking up cues from some other foreign countries, some other markets where they're being forced to censor content to please the deep state. But we also know that uh, Facebook is relying heavily on the Atlantic Council, which is made up of uh, former deep state shills, as well as uh, the SPLC, Southern Poverty Law Center. Uh, and so they're basically allowing radical left groups to curate the content on Facebook uh, at the expense of conservatives. And, of course, this is happening just a couple of months before the midterms. You know, if this was, you know, a regular election cycle, a uh, regular presidential election cycle, you know, beginning of August is when things are really starting to ramp up. Mm -hmm. So the left is absolutely worried about what their performance is going to be like uh, coming, you know, this coming November. And so they're starting to shut down everybody. Yep. And so this might be one of the last broadcasts that we actually do on this uh, on this main page, it may go black at any moment. Yeah, you've you heard Alex Jones. He's already been that's already been done to him. You've heard other people say that about any kind of mainstream alternative media platform. I mean, it's not alternative, but I mean like YouTube and these types of things. Everybody's pretty much saying that. You know, we don't know. This may be the last brock that type of stuff because it's it's gotten that bad. Notification. We don't know why it's still here. 
Uh, but this isn't the first time that they've tried to take down our, our page. Uh, back in April, they tried to, they took out our admin accounts on Facebook, and they took out our YouTube channel, which had over 150,000 subscribers. And so, you know, they, this isn't the first time they've been coordinating attacks against independent media. Uh, okay, so I'm going to stop there. It goes for like 40 minutes, so if you want to watch the rest, you can do that. Now, um, so just so you know, a little bit more on this. These are the three wonderful Muslim women in full hijabs. Uh, full Muslim garb, not beekeeper outfits, not where their face is totally covered, but they're in full Muslim hijabs. Their only thing that's not covered is the face because they're so wonderful and puritanical and good. These are the three Muslim women arrested at the compound in New Mexico who were teaching their 11 children to kill your children in their schools. Um, in their schools, meaning the schools they go to the public school system. The remains of one male child has been found as well and it shows these demon-possessed muslim women you can just see the regret all over their face you can just see the sorrow and the humility no i don't see any of that i just see somebody that does not care whatsoever and is literally in disdain over some infidel arresting them same same look is on the uh the uh um these are all black Muslims in this particular case, and you could have Arab Muslims, but in this particular case, they're all blacks. And you just see the, the, the look on them. It's just this look of absolute total disdain, you know, over them. So all I'm saying is that the one lady was saying, you know, it's, it's the white uh, whatever, and then, you know, it, it, listen, evil comes in all shapes and sizes on the planet, okay? So, you know, you can't just boil it down to one race or one group of people or whatever. It comes in, I mean, you know, Satan is an equal opportunity employer. An equal opportunity possessor, I should say. So then we have this, this article. Sharia Sarsour, first Muslim candidate for Michigan governor. Abdul Al-Assayed ties to Islamic death compound training to kill children. That's the one we just talked about. Yeah, they're all interrelated and also all interlinked to God's letting all this stuff come out. Because he's trying to warn us and he's trying to get us to sound the alarm. Geller's report recently reported that the Muslim hate monger Linda Sarsour called on her mentor, Sarij Wahaj, who is the dad of the guy that was just arrested at the compound in New Mexico that had the 11 children. I, I could have swore they said it was a sex compound too. They were raping the children. Because, but that would be normal. That would be, that's what you do with your children. In Islam, much of the time, you know, depending on what denomination you're in, you know, we sexually mutilate them at bare minimum if they're a girl. And so anyway, um, yeah, but Linda, Muslim hate monger Linda Sarsar called on her mentor. This is the mentor, his dad, the guy that was just busted in New Mexico. Sarij Wahaj, who is the World Trade Center bomber co-conspirator, so he's got a good resume too, to support Abdul El Saeed, who is the tear-tied Muslim candidate for Michigan governor. See, in life grand, in this just wonderful? Linda Sarsour is an American political activist, that's how they've defined her, and former executive director of the Arab American Association of New York, beginning with the advocacy on behalf of American Muslims. Because, see, they need an advocate. They're, they're downtrodden. Their rights are being infringed, and we need to make sure that their rights beyond Trump any trump any of the naturalized americans rights always illegal aliens trump our rights and these illegal muslims that they've brought in the country all of their rights always trump our rights understand that as americans we need to bow and and give up our rights so that they feel comfortable but the only way a muslim is going to actually ever feel comfortable is if they have our head on a platter you know literally that's what they're told to do, slay, kill the infidels. So, you know, they're funny that way, you know. Everybody's got their quirks, and theirs is beheading, you know. So, um, she has extended her activism to other civil rights issues, such as Black Lives Matter, and we know they're, they're of Satan, you know, of their father, the devil. So that's, you know, they all, they all yoke up together because birds of a feather flock together. They're all on team, team evil. And, the, and also the immigration policy. I'm sure she's pushing for open borders so her Muslim brethren can come through and bring all their biological stuff and all of their demons and devils and, you know, so they can kill the infidel. She has been a supporter of the progressive movement and the Democratic Party. Oh, imagine that. After endorsing, endorsing El Saeed, this um, candidate for Michigan governor, 
who's also linked to terror, Muslim terror things, on, after she endorsed him on stage at the Muslim Brotherhood uh, ISNA conference, Sharia Sarsour, and they call her Sharia, it's Linda Sarsour, um, took several minutes to praise Imam Siraj Wahaj, who is who was named a terrorist co-conspirator in the 1993 World Trade Center bombing, calling him her mentor and favorite person, and that is the dad of the guy that just got bust of the Muslim that just got busted in New Mexico with the 11 kids, training them to kill, go in and, and, and cause school shootings. I mean, it, it, could you imagine if anything close to this resembled resembling anything close to this happened on the conservative side? The outcry would never end. It would be the number one story for weeks, months, years, most likely. They'd never let it die. But it's fine. It's totally fine for it to happen the opposite way because they're wicked and they're evil. And they love Satan. That's what it's all really about. They need to start making shirts. I heart Satan so we can kind of, they're, they're, I mean, I think that that would be a hot seller. I probably would. It literally probably would. I, you, you probably have the left buying millions of those things. You know. Here we have um, uh, this Abdul El Saeed did not reject this endorsement. Now, he's the one running for governor. He welcomes Sarsour's election jihad. Now, here's a statement from the dad, this Saraj Wahaj, who was the co-conspirator in the uh, World Trade Center bombing, dad of, of the one that just got caught in the desert training the 11 kids to kill school children. This is his dad, and he said, quote from him and he looks like he couldn't be any more filled with hate and evil if he tried there's a picture of him if only muslims were clever politically they could take over the united states and replace it its constitutional government with a caliphate an islamic caliphate obviously and if we were united and strong we would elect our own emir and give allegiance to him take my word if eight million muslims unite in america the country will come to us see that's what they do they breed themselves into positions of power because they're prolific breeders. It's all their... Meanwhile, our birth rate, the birth rate of the average American is going down. And it's not even sustainable to even maintain the country at this point. Muslim terror supporter Linda Sarsour has been vigorously campaigning for the first Muslim uh, candidate for Michigan governor, Abdul El Saeed, who is not what he seems. His affiliations with known terror-tied persons and organizations reveal his allegiances. El Said refuses to answer questions concerning the most brutal and extreme ideology on the face of the earth. Of course not. He can't say anything against Islam. You know, he's got to keep his mouth shut. And he campaigns on abolishing any immigration enforcement. He wants open borders so his mother Muslim brethren can come in and defile this country and kill and slaughter. He wants a slaughter like Europe is suffering. Absolutely, it's what he wants. I pray to God he doesn't get in. An, an, a related story, modern Muslim, Muslim gubernatorial candidate, El Abdul El Said campaigns with vile anti-Semites, terror, terror supporters, and Farrakhan followers. See, birds of a feather flock together. They all love Satan, and they're all on the same team. Okay, I'm almost done here. Um, this last thing, this, actually, the, the Invive Silver sent me this. They're the company that puts out the Invive Silver, and um, I've been meaning to cover this subject, but it's totally, totally shifting gears here. It says, your computer screen could cause your vision loss or blindness. It probably has maybe have a lot to do with what happened with my eyes, with my eye in particular. Sources of blue light include, they're saying the sun, okay, but, you know, the sun also has a lot of health benefits, okay? Obviously, you want to stare into it, okay? But, the source of blue lights also include digital screens, TVs, computers, laptops, smartphones, and tablets, electronic devices, and fluorescent and LED lighting. Why should we be concerned about blue light exposure? Blue light waves are among the shortest, highest energy wavelengths in the visible light spectrum. Because they're shorter, these blue or high energy visible heave wavelengths flicker more easily than longer, weaker wavelengths. This kind of flickering creates a glare that can reduce visual contrast and affect sharpness and clarity. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to saying they're losing their vision. They're doing something with 5G, with the cell phone towers, God knows what else technology, probably the GMOs come into play, um, the, the 
you know, the lighting, the blue light that they're talking about here, there's probably a myriad of factors, but a lot of people are losing their vision. Okay. Um, this flickering and glaring may be one of the reasons for eye strain, headaches, physical and mental fatigue caused by many hours of sitting in front of a computer screen or other electronic devices. Our, nat our eyes, natural filters do not provide sufficient protection against blue light rays from the sun, let alone the blue light emanating from these devices, which are obviously very close to you, or from blue light emitted from fluorescent light tubes. Prolonged exposure to blue light may cause retinal damage and contribute to age-related macular degeneration and can lead to loss of vision. Now, what they're suggesting here is a sheet. It's like an orange-amber type sheet that you can get from Amazon. It's not very expensive. And you can put it over your laptop or your computer screen, and it will basically act as a filter of the blue light. Now, I will say... That if you do that, though, there's going to be certain things you won't quite be able to see on the screen properly, like highlighting and things of that nature. I've got, now what I, I really suggest um, that I think is a little more practical and will protect you in a lot more applications is these, um, of course, it's not as aesthetically pleasing, the UVEX Skyper blue light blocking computer glasses with SCT orange lenses. And you can order these on... Um, you can order these on uh, eBay, wherever, Amazon. Um, computer vision syndrome, which is CVS. They've even got a name for this now. CVS, computer vision sim syndrome, is an increasing problem with nearly 70% of U.S. adults experiencing digital eye strain. The UVEX Skyper blue lighting blocking computer glasses, these things are cheap too. I mean, they're really cheap, even with shipping. You know, you can get a three-pack of these for like 17 bucks or something. They're not expensive and stylish. I will. I, mean, I look really stylish with these things. I, I must admit, I don't like to brag. I try not to, but I'm telling you, I think I could possibly appear on the cover of GQ. Yep. I'm probably going to send some, you know, headshots into GQ and see what, you know, see what transpires, you know. So pray about that. No, just kidding. Teasing. Anyway, um, so we've got the uh, these computer glasses. They deliver short and long-term protection for your eyes. The, the You could also use them in, like, any type of safety glass environment. Like if you were outside and you were, like, running the weed eater or um, – mowing or anything where you could potentially get something in your eyes doing any kind of woodwork where you're doing using a chainsaw you could use these for that application as well uh so they're not only stylish but they're practical sorry and so the orange lens features spectrum control sct which absorbs more than 98 percent of the blue light emitted from your laptop computer ipad the uh, result is an additional screen contrast with sharpened details this improves your focus and reduces eye fatigue while viewing your screen. I had stopped wearing these. I have to guilty. And then I read this. I'm like what am I thinking? I stopped wearing these. It's like I kind of got. They got misplaced. And out of sight. Out of mind. And so. I'm, I am practicing what I'm preaching now. Uh, anyway. Uh, let's see here. The, this improves your focus. And reduces eye fatigue. While, view, while viewing your screen. Especially in dark environment. More importantly. It means these computer glasses. Can help inhibit vision loss. Like cataracts. And age related macular degeneration so something easy practical you can do if you're in front of a computer all day or you could use the screen the the, the filter so i'll give you two options there it's you know i don't have any vested interest in any of this stuff but i do give you the links and um that might make a big difference that might be a game changer for a lot of people and we're in front of all these devices all day long and they're emitting all this blue light into our you know our field of vision and it's very very bad for our eyes period our eyes weren't meant for all this type of light but again it's just one more thing they're trying to do to blind us kill us off and degenerate us as alex jones would say as a species oh sorry lost control um anyway that's all i have for today and another lighthearted study in the books and uh we will go from there hopefully there will be another one i don't know though it's pray about it and a uh, lot to pray about I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day, this time you've given us, Lord. I do thank you for letting us come together again, Lord, to explore, Lord God, your word and all of the wicked things, all the devices of Satan, Lord God, in the world where Satan is getting an advantage of Christians and other people and all of these horrific topics we've covered today, Lord. I just pray for your divine intervention, you know, 
I pray that you convict us exactly how you want us to pray about these things and give us divine guidance. I pray for all my listeners, more wisdom, more knowledge, more understanding, protection, financial prosperity, everything, Lord God, that we need to walk out whatever the calling is you have for us, that your name would be glorified through us, that through the body of Christ, through my listeners, many would be saved and come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. I pray you forgive us for any and all sins that we have committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer, and that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.